0: If you have struggled with your in-laws, if it feels like your husband is more loyal to your in-laws than your marriage and family, if it has felt like your in-laws have made you feel bad or guilty about certain things or have made you feel like an outsider, this episode is for you. Thank you so much for listening to the A Wife Like Me podcast. If we haven't met yet, I'm Amanda Davison and I'm the founder of A Wife Like Me and we are here to equip you so that you can thrive in life and in marriage and I'm just so glad that you're listening. Today we hear from an amazing counselor. We actually heard from her last week but you are going to love what she says. I mean it. If you struggle at all with your in-laws, what she shares is so helpful. She is Heather Seguin. She's a licensed marriage and family therapist, a certified sex addiction therapist, and she is over at clearchoicecounseling.com. If you know her, you love her, and if you have not listened to last week's episode, do that after you listen to this one. But she's going to share with us exactly a a plan for what we can do and how we can handle this situation with our in-laws. So dive in, let's hear what she has to say, and I'll share at the end.
1: First thing you need to do is, I think, pray about that, and and ask the Lord: Is this just my perception? Um, is this reality? Am I an outsider? Am I am I being excluded? Is there something about me? You know, first is like, is this my own perception, and is my perception incorrect because of you know my own junk? just stuff I've learned in life, maybe times that I have felt rejected or not welcome in the past that I just kind of keep kind of hovers around me. And so I just kind of expect to be an outsider. Uh, And so then, you know, kind of the, the idea of, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy that, you know, here I am yet again, and I'm an outsider. Um, So I think step one is that like asking the Lord to show you like, is this, is anything of this just me where I just need healing from my own junk From the past, I need to experience the love and acceptance of God, and I can find that then in other relationships. So I'll be the first one. If it's like, no, like for real, my in-laws don't welcome me. (laughs) Um, This isn't just my perception. It's not just my own junk. Like... This is something where like, it's like we go over there and he's welcome and he's involved and they get into like their family thing. But then I'm just kind of like this tertiary thing off on the side Then I think the person to have a conversation about that with is your husband. And I think it's important to make sure that you're not coming with an attitude of he has to pick sides, right? Um, Because that's going to put him in this massive double bind where he's going to feel stuck and pressured to, you know, to, to choose a loyalty. And then, you know, we, we get into this like binary way of thinking, right. Where it's, it's one or the other, and we don't want to be stuck in that it's, it's both. And right. It's, you know, I want you to be able to be, uh, to experience the relationship that you have with your family and, and enjoy that. And I also, I also want to feel included. So the, the first person to have a conversation with would be him. Um, because he's the bridge between you and his family, right? So you want to have a conversation with him and just let him know, like, hey, you know, and give him specific, clear examples. If you just put out there this kind of vague, like, you know, I just really don't feel like your family likes me, or I don't really feel welcome. You know, that's true, but he can't really take action on that. It kind of leaves him with like, okay. (laughs) And then what he'll probably say is, well, what do you want me to do about it? you know, or he might even say like, well, that's your issue. Right. So if you give him a specific example, right. Of behavior, right. Not, not even necessarily attitude, but behavior, um, then he can take action on it. So for example, you feel like an outsider, let's just say that, um, you know, you're, you're trying to be included in like, um, you know, just even just like basic stuff, like setting the table for a family meal, you know, like going over for holidays or something. and it's like you're kind of perpetually batted away, you know, and in a an, in a way where you say like you know, hey, you know, I'm chit chatting with your mom or your sister or whomever, and you know, it just seems like you know she'll she'll say things like, no, that's okay, we got it, you know, you can just you know relax, or um, you know, I try to have a conversation with them and they always seem to just get quiet around me or they'll kind of keep the conversation short or they'll walk away. Or maybe those, those are the passive ways. Maybe it's like more obvious ways. Like she doesn't get it. You know, she's not one of us. Like, you know, maybe it is something that's really blatantly like they're saying like, you're not, you really aren't one of them. Um, And, you know, especially like there are some families that have, you know, really strong ties to their family name. Right. And it's like, Oh, you know, she's not, you know, I'm using my last name. Oh, you know, she's not a Sigwin. Like she's not really a Sigwin. You know, Um, my family's not like that for just using my name for the sake of using a name. So you talk to your husband about it and say like, hey, this is, it's hurtful for me. This behavior produces this feeling in me, right? So, you know, and maybe it's his behavior, right? Maybe it's like, you know, hey, when we get to your family, like you kind of stop talking to me, you kind of ignore me. Um, you know, if I try to get close to you, you just, you know, it's kind of like, you just go over there and do your own thing. And I'm just kind of left twiddling my thumbs, hoping that, you know, I can pet the dog <laughs> you know, or something, whatever it is. Um. And so letting, yeah, giving clear feedback on behavior, because it's harder to change what we perceive as someone else's attitude, right? Um, And sometimes we're wrong, you know, like there've been times where, you know, I think my husband's, you know, just, I'm like, man, you're just grumpy, right? And in reality, 99% of the time it's because he's hangry. And I'm like, I'll talk to you after you get some food. And, and then we'll have a conversation. And sometimes it's because he has a headache or, you know, something, something else could be going on. So we want to be mindful not to take things too personally, but if we're talking about a behavior, right? Cause like, now if I say to my husband, God, you're being kind of a jerk, right? That's not, that's not a behavior. I'm labeling you. I'm name calling, right? But if I say, man, like you're really short tempered, um, you know, you're kind of, you know, you're, you're kind of growling at people, right? You know, you're, you know, maybe a little bit harsher than you normally would be if you weren't hungry or if you didn't have a headache or if you weren't tired or whatever the case may be. You want to point out behavior, and then that way your husband will actually have a way to change the behavior, right? He might not know how to change an attitude, but he can be more mindful about behavior. And so you tell him, like, hey, you know, this, this is something that you do or this is something that you don't do. And then I end up feeling like an outsider. And so, you know, it, I would really like to feel like, and how do you want to feel? what would be included look like to you? Right. So again, like looking at the specific things that happen in his particular family, that make you feel excluded. And then saying like, you know, this is what would help me to feel included. Right. You know, again, your husband is the bridge. So if he's, um, if he's the person who's, who's going to be, you know, helping you navigate connecting with his family in a better way, you know, maybe explaining some of the dynamics that maybe you You're not aware of. Um, Or maybe even giving you feedback on some ways that you you get in your own way. Um, Because we do. We get in our own way sometimes. Um, I mean, I know I do. And, um, you know, gosh, my husband was telling me just this morning, he's like, you know, my husband, you know, anyone who's watched me on, you know, the the group before knows that, you know, my husband has no tact. (laughs) But I love that about him because I always know exactly what he thinks. So he said to me this morning, he's like, you women talk so much. And as a, as a man in general, that's hard for men. We women do use a lot of words, and sometimes it can be hard. Like, just, you know, we take it as kind of like a, a lighthearted thing, but sometimes it can actually be hard for men to track all of that. I think women kind of, we just kind of generally use more words anyway, and we're used to that with other women. But men, like, they just don't communicate like that, and it's they can't keep all that all that context in their brains all the time. I'm generalizing. That's not all men, but – Oftentimes it happens for my husband, you know, he's, you know, had a stroke last year. And so for him, it's even harder to keep all that stuff in his head. So it's like, you know, when he gives me feedback, like you're using too many words, I have to be like, okay, how, like I have to be able to hear his feedback. And even though I'm like, you know, I have my own reaction about it where I'm just like, ah, just listen to me, you know, but I'm like, okay, he's trying to tell me how I can be more effective. And rather than getting offended, let me find the nugget of truth or the nugget of value in the feedback that I'm getting, right? If you're telling me how it can be more effective, cool, great. Let me take it in and, and then I can work on changing me too. So with a question, I struggle with my husband's family and I feel like an outsider. My first thing would be talk to the Lord about it. See if there's something in you where, you know, you're kind of bringing past junk into your, your current family and it's something the Lord wants to heal in you. Um, you know, once, you know, you're pretty sure like, yeah, no, there's something else going on and you know, and it could be both. I'll say that too. It could be both, but this way it's like, you, you kind of make sure that you're, you're clean, you're clear when you present it to your husband. So then the second thing would be to, to talk to your husband about it. And at the end of the day, if, uh, you know, if you and he can't resolve that issue on your own. Um, What it may require is him having a conversation with his family where not necessarily that he's choosing sides, but that he's setting a boundary where he says, look, my wife, my family, that's my priority. That is where my loyalty lies. Um, Again, like I still, I'm still part of this family. I'm still connected to this family. I still want to be involved, (laughs) but this is how we as a family, this is how we as a couple, we as a family want to be treated. This is how we want to connect with you. If you can honor that, great. Like we'll see you the next time we see you. Um, if you're not going to honor that, then we're going to have to remove ourselves from relationship with you, or we're going to have to adjust the ways that we interact with you. Um, because we want our relationship to be respected and, um, you know, kind of your husband standing up to his family and saying, Hey, we're a package deal, my wife and I. So, and Obviously, if, if, if you've gotten to kind of that third level where he maybe you might have to take a stand for you and either he's not willing to do that or things still aren't changing, then I would encourage you to probably seek out couples therapy and work this out at a deeper level um, with someone who can kind of coach you through the process on a more individual basis.
0: I love what Heather just shared. Asking ourselves these questions is so helpful. And this relates... To anything, not just issues with our in-laws, but first talking to the Lord, asking him to search our hearts. Is our perception accurate? Am I being hypersensitive? Are there other offenses I have not dealt with that are magnifying the intensity of this small thing? Where did this begin? What Do I really need to get back to uh, in regards to this issue with my in-laws? Allowing God to search our hearts is the one thing that so often gets overlooked and we can improve on that. Going to him, running to him first, spending time in prayer with him and asking him to search our hearts is where it must begin. And then from there, if it truly is, like Heather said, if it truly is a situation that needs to be addressed and it's not just us, um, then talking to our husbands about that. And that's where it can be really tricky, right? Because it takes time sometimes, really respectful time uh, and many conversations sometimes with our husbands to um, allow God to enlighten them to the difficulties that we are having with our in-laws. And flat out again, like Heather said, if our husband isn't willing or doesn't see the importance of our under of our experience and our feelings, then you know counseling is an absolute fantastic, fantastic route. We my husband and I go to counseling especially when there's nothing big going on because if we are not caring for these little ruts, these little weeds that are growing, that grow in all relationships that we want pulled, and we want them pulled fast, then they grow to be bigger. So we don't want to wait. We don't want to be reactive in marriage. We want to be proactive in marriage. And so even if there are not big things, if there have just been little things that have been going on with your in-laws, and it just doesn't seem like you and your husband are connecting on that issue and it's not going anywhere, get into a counselor. So good, so helpful, so fruitful. And so thank you so much again, Heather said in set boundaries. Then if your husband is willing and able, if he understands and recognizes this is an issue, I do see what you're saying. And I want to be at the bridge to bring restoration here and um, help here, then set boundaries what does that look like? Um, talk through that together. And if he feels comfortable, which you know is the prayer, um, talking to them about that and letting them know what that boundary is, that's ideal. Uh, again, if you need help setting those boundaries, counselors, counselors, counselors are so good. Heather Sigwin, again, you can find her at clearchoicecounseling.com. She's She's incredible. I recommend her uh, for counseling. She's fantastic. So go check her out and dive in to everything she has again over at clearchoicecounseling.com. We'll link her in the show notes. But friend, thank you. If this was helpful, please send it to a friend. Please leave a review. It all helps other wives find this podcast. So thank you for that. Hey, have an awesome day, whatever you're doing what are you doing? I'd love to know. You know, like connect with us. Send us a DM on Instagram. Send us an email. Whatever. Friend, we're here for you. We'd love to pray for you. So have a good day. We will be back next week with a brand new episode. So we will see you then.